Welcome back everyone, Tetsuo here. How's everyone doing? So last night, I watched Malignant by James Wan. It's a weird thriller turned action film towards the end. What about you? Have you seen any scary movies lately? Let me know. Today, I have a collection of true scary stories. If you have any personal scary stories, feel free to email me at TetsuoTellsAStory at gmail.com or comment below what genre of stories you would like for me to narrate. Now, without further ado, relax and turn on your nightlights. Please enjoy this episode titled 6 and 1 True Scary Stories to Chill Your Soul. Story 1 This happened when I was just a small child, still in a baby's bed. I'm a fraternal twin, and our beds were chained to the walls, so I couldn't scoot the bed to my brother's bed. I had broken the chains holding my bed for a while back. I was free to scoot my bed to my brother's bed at nighttime, as... I was usually scared of the dark. This night, it was storming really bad, with lightning. Now, I must say, looking back on this night, something happened that still lives with me today. I had successfully made it to my brother's bed and climbed in. He did not wake up. Our beds were in front of the second story window, just outside of the second story porch. The light flashing from the lightning lit up the very small woods across our family home. At the top of those woods were five houses. One house had a garage that fell down into the woods. Just the roof was left as my older brother would often carry me on walks into the woods. During that night of the storm, I stood in my brother's bed. I saw a soft green glow in the woods that seemed to come from that old fallen garage in the woods. I followed the glow as it bounced up and down, zigzagging slowly through the woods. There was a huge retaining wall separating the woods from the car parking spots. As I followed the green glow, it suddenly stopped, and it seemed to notice me looking. It paused for what felt like a very long time, then moved rapidly towards my direction. It bounced through the woods and off the hill all the way down onto the road past the car parking spots. It then jumped way up into the air, and I lost sight of it. I searched everywhere, trying to find it. Just then, it landed right in front of me at the second story window. I screamed as it made me very scared. What I saw was a skeleton with green flames all over its body. It was laughing 
and making the intent to get me. It laughed at me, walking back and forth, waving its arms. The next thing I could remember was the warm glow of the morning sunrise. I was back in my own bed in its normal place. Forty years later, I told this story with my brothers, my nephew, and my mother. My twin and nephew told me the same exact story. I have tried to google this creature, but have never found anything. Has anyone else experienced this creature? Story 2 A few months ago, I went on vacation to my grandmother's place. My aunt lives a few blocks away from her, so I used to go there and spend some time with her. I really enjoy spending time with my aunt, but it's her three-year-old who really bothers me a lot. When I go to her house, the baby gets on my lap and would plant wet, drooling kisses on me. It's too much sometimes. He would often pull my hair or just pull my cheeks. That's why I'll only visit my aunt when my baby cousin is asleep or with his dad. Anyways, I remember it was a Sunday and I was at my grandma's. I was wide awake but I kept my eyes closed because I was feeling lazy to get up. Then suddenly, I felt a tiny, warm, and sweaty palm on my face. I instantly realized it was my aunt's baby, and I pretended that I was asleep, so he wouldn't bother me. But then, he started to pull my nose and squeeze my cheeks. I got irritated at him and slapped him across his palms, still keeping my eyes closed shut. Then in an instant, the hand left my face. I thought he probably went away and I came out of my room after about five minutes. At this point, I was quite upset at my mom for allowing my baby cousin into my room because she knows how he is around me. My mom was surprised because neither my aunt nor her baby visited us, and the only people in the house was my grandma, my mom, and I. I know for a fact that I did not dream it, because I was awake, and I could clearly hear my mom talking to my grandma in the next room when I felt this hand. God knows what I could have seen if I opened my eyes at that time. Story 3 Hi, my name is Jane, and I worked at a funeral home. I clean, mop, and vacuum the funeral home to get it ready for the families in need. One night, I was mopping and getting the place ready for a long American funeral 
that was going to take place early the next day. This was my first time setting up a funeral home for the Hmong community, so I'm not sure what to expect. After vacuuming the floor, I went to the bathroom to mop there, but when I opened the door to go in, I saw a lady washing her feet in the toilet. The lady turned and looked at me. I too looked at her, and I noticed the beautiful and colorful traditional dress she was wearing. The lady had the biggest smile, and I smiled back. I didn't think much of it. I thought it must be someone from the grieving family that was going to meet up with the owners of the funeral home. So, I continued cleaning. The next morning, I came back to do just a little bit more cleaning to sharpen up the areas that I did not get to do. When I got there, I saw all these Hmong people coming in and out of the funeral home. I went downstairs to take out the garbage that I did not get to the night before, and among a bunch of other things. After almost three hours there, I was finally finished, and I was just about to leave when a Hmong man came up to me and asked if I was a janitor there. I said yes, and he proceeded to tell me that someone tipped over some flowers upstairs. They already picked up all the flowers, but there were still some puddles on the floor. I'd said I'd go vacuum and clean it up quick, since I was done for the day and was about to leave. I got my vacuum, and then I went upstairs to clean up the puddle. While I was vacuuming, I saw the dead body laying on the floor with a bunch of people sitting around it. I thought that this was weird because it also looked like the people were trying to put shoes on the dead body, but I continued vacuuming and cleaning. After I was done, I walked by the dead body. Curious, I took a peek at the dead body's face, and I was shocked to see who it was. It was the lady that I had seen in the bathroom washing her feet last night. After this incident, I quit my job. Story 4 This just happened yesterday, so it's fresh in my mind. I'm not quite sure what to think of it because it was so bizarre and unbelievable. I might have just been sleep deprived. So last night, maybe around 11pm, I was walking around my block. My town is relatively safe, so I don't feel like I'm in danger. Plus, it was a pretty night. I had been walking around for about 5 minutes when a pale woman with blonde hair and a white dress caught my eye from across the street. She was about my height and looked about my age too. 
I didn't actually pay attention to her when I first noticed her. While I circled the block again, she was on the same street, and a couple of feet in front of me. She was standing by the curb, staring at the cars passing by. It was a main road, so even that late, people were still driving on it. I said hello to her, and she turned her gaze to me. I couldn't see her face super well, but from what I saw, she had no pupils or colors in her eyes. She just stared at me. After a while, I asked if she was okay. She didn't respond again and simply pointed at the road. I was very confused and didn't understand. Right as a red car started coming down the road, she stepped into the road. The car slammed right into her and it was a bloody mess. The driver immediately stopped and jumped out. It was a man around his mid-twenties. We both spoke about it, freaking out. He called the police and I went around the car to see the state of the girl. Once I circled around the car, she was gone. Not gone as if she's dead. Gone as if she wasn't there. The blood on the road was gone too, but not from his car. After the police arrived, they concluded that it was some big hoax by a kid that didn't know what they were talking about, and some guy went along with it. The blood on the car was brought into investigation, only to be found that it was paint. Nothing else was put up about it. I'm not sure if what happened was real. It felt so real. But I don't believe in the paranormal. I don't know what it was. If it was a dream or if it was actually reality. I remember it as if like it was real. I feel like I can't leave this house anymore. I just don't understand anything right now. Kinda feels like I'm going crazy. Has anyone else experienced something similar to this? Story 5 I wholeheartedly believe that Maple Grove Cemetery in Bloomberg, Kentucky is haunted. The first experience I had at the cemetery was back in the summer of 2009. I had walked into town with my best friend. We walked around the older area of the cemetery, checking out the old dilapidated headstones. It was the middle of the day, and the only sounds we could hear was from the back of the cemetery, and they were cars just passing by, and the sound of wind from the road. All of a sudden, we started hearing what sounded like 1920s music coming from nowhere. We chalked it up to it being from a house from across the street. Although if it was that loud where we were standing, it had to be very loud in town. The music stops 10 minutes later or so. 
we stayed by the flagpole and discussed the tale of Anna, the woman who committed suicide and was buried with her husband in the 1920s. As we were talking, a 1920s model car comes pulling up the hill. The windows were rolled up and we couldn't see who was inside the car. We then watch it fade into thin air with no explanation. We quickly left the cemetery with hairs on our arms standing. For about a year, I did not dare return to the graveyard, especially not alone. But in April of 2011, my curiosity got the best of me. I went a few times with a few friends during the day, and nothing happened. I thought maybe a figment of my imagination, and I stored the curiosity away. One evening the same month, my boyfriend and I were at my friend's house, who lived only a few minutes away from the graveyard. We were waiting to go out, and my friend mentioned wanting to get a shower and do her hair before we left. We agreed to wait and told her we wanted to take a walk while we waited. We walked aimlessly and ended up at Maple Grove. Near the church next to Maple Grove, there is a large tree that overlooks the cemetery. We decided to sit under the tree and watch the sunset. If you know Maple Grove, you know that on the sides where the older headstones were, there are two large family graves sectioned off by iron fences and huge family stones in the center. The fences are rather rusty and you are able to open the gates if they don't lock. However, the gates are usually pushed closed. You should also know that Anna and her husband's graves are in between the two grave sites. Well, just as the sun was about to set, we heard what sounded like a cat or woman screeching, followed by a rusty gate squeaking opened. If that didn't catch our attention, the shadow of a man standing between the large headstones did. We started trying to figure out what the shadow could be. It seemed like it was walking towards us, getting closer and closer. We did not stick around much longer after the shadow began to move. We quickly walked back to our friend's house and we told her of our frightening experience. My boyfriend and I, however, after our exit, we were not done investigating this mysterious shadow. The following night, my boyfriend and I drove up to Maple Grove around sunset and sat under the same tree and we waited. As the sun set, we heard the sound of the gate again, and the same shadow figure ominously appeared. We sat under the tree with the full intent of staying until the figure walked up to where we were sitting, waiting. Only this time, the shadow did not appear to slowly walk towards us. It crouched. It crouched and it darted and a run towards us. We ran towards the car and left without looking back.
Story 6 Hello everyone, I'm a water treatment plant operator. I've been doing this job for about a decade. I've been the night shift guy my whole career. The nights are normally quiet and can be boring if everything goes to plan. My plant has a few different buildings. The oldest is about 60 or so years old. The main building in which I spend majority of my shift on is only about 20 years old. For more story of the area, this used to be a booming area. This place used to be littered with railroad tracks and drifters coming in and out of the trains of yesteryears. Our farms and factories were very bountiful back then. Now that you understand that, you must also understand that with success in an area that is booming, there is also darkness. From the settling of the area, wars with natives, and even into the 1930s and 40s of people being killed in train wrecks and bad business deals. We can say the grounds are laced with a feeling of dread and darkness. The silence of the night shift can be eerie all on its own. Lots of bumps and bangs on the dimly lit darkness. On the night that I'm about to talk about, everything started out as normal. I came in around sunset, got the nightly Passover, and began my work. Around midnight, I had to do my rounds on the property while also getting nightly pump numbers. I made my rounds with nothing but a flashlight around the main building. The oldest building is a good walking distance away from the main building. I headed out in the dark heading towards that building. I must also add that this isn't the nicest part of the town. However, I'm a pretty big guy and I can hold my own. As I made my walk, I got an uneasy feeling. I have gotten these kind of feelings before, but I have a job to do and nothing came out of them. I rounded the corner and unlocked the door. As I did, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I opened the door and there stood nothing. I walked in and I proceeded to get my numbers. I turned around to walk towards the exit. As I turned to shut the door, I looked up down the hallway to see a woman in pure white looking right at me through the other door. I almost jumped out of my boots and I pissed myself a little bit. I fell backwards and as I came back to reality, I once again made eye contact with this entity. As I met her gaze, everything in me, basically my life force, said that hey, your life is in danger buddy. Her face distorted and started to shift around. I was now frozen as she shifted into what looked like a Native American warrior. His eyes were glowing 
as I got to my feet, he had shifted into this huge wolf creature. The growls were chilling to say the least. It snarled and then ran towards me. I had no time to even shut the door. I ran as fast as I could, screaming bloody murder. I felt it, trying to bite my backside. It got a hold of my pant legs and tore it to shreds. I stumbled and rode, but somehow managed to come up on my feet. I darted into the main building, and as I shut the door, I felt a hard thump on the other side. I could hear the thing running into the door, growling and scratching at the walls and door. I got the courage to look out the window. I just ended up face to face with the white lady again. I had the police come and sit with me until the sun came up. No one else has seen the white lady since. I'm still freaked out by all of this. But at the end of the day, I still have a job that I have to do. Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time everyone, see ya.